Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Previously on Chaotic Mono, after arriving back into Port Providence, the aristocrats took some much-needed rest and relaxation and did a little bit of shopping before finally taking the panacea fruit to Galen Primewater, their decided-on benefactor. There they met with him and discussed the terms of their previous agreement as to how to acquire a ship. They, well, I, may have made a slight misstep and tried to push the agreement too far, which angered Galen Primewater, but we mellowed things out and uh, talked about the... Pirati, or the ghoul men who are docked into Port Providence and are being shunned by the local authorities. We decided to try and wheel them up some pigs and other livestock for them to feed on in exchange for magic items, but this would all be off the books. Galen Primewater, in agreement, has now decided to let us choose our ship. We now go to the docks to peer in on the deciding procedure and perhaps what the crew makeup will look like. Will we sabotage ourselves and choose the right crew setup or will we make fools of ourselves? Let us find out on Chaotic Marvel, The Shattered Isles. Gellin Primewater's boots hit the uh, wood as he steps down the planks of the wharf. You see his, uh, you see that his boots are immaculate, his clothes are immaculate, very uh, high quality, quite a fancy gentleman. Um, as he leads you down through the uh, wharves until he takes you to a private pier uh, with two ships standing on either side. On your left is a stout vessel, three-masted and designed to have a gun deck larger than a typical ship, and with a hull reinforced and fire-tempered. You have no doubts, as soon as you lay eyes on this near-blackened wooden hull, that this is an imperial military ship. Gellin Primewater speaks out, Not sure how they strengthen the woods so much up north, but they must have some incredible furnaces to be able to make these ships as tempered as they are. 
He explains that it's slower than normal sailing vessels and less maneuverable, but it's sturdier and able to take more of a beating, plus able to be more offensive. Um, I'm sure that this is a thing that uh, catches uh, Zelnern's eyes, and even that expanded gun deck might appeal to uh, Phil more than the others. Um, meanwhile, on your right, uh, the uh, uh, Gellin Prime Water introduces the ship there. It is a sleek and beautiful vessel. Uh, and you have no doubt from the uh, runes uh, embossed into the side that this is an Ancien République vessel. This vessel, uh, Gellin Prime Water explains, was, well, it was either blessed or cursed by a Mon Magi witch doctor. I'm not sure which, but it is inlaid with Magi runes. What exactly they do, no one's sure. They might even just be decorative. But this ship, he explains, is faster than a typical vessel and much more maneuverable. But it is less sturdy and um, has a more typical availability of armaments. Uh, he talks because you know the immediate question is this uh, Port Providence uh, merchant and uh, naval or like, merchant fleet owner starts offering you a choice of an imperial military vessel or a uh, Zilkomnis trade ship. Uh, trade ship, mind you, being the kind of t- colloquial term used by the Zilkomnis people for uh, uh, like uh, smugglers, usually. Smugglers or uh, swift pirates. And uh, so as you're being offered either a, a, a smuggler ship or a military ship, uh, Gellin Primewater assages any worries of how these were recovered. Uh, in introducing the military ship, he explains that this is actually the ship that carried the dwarves, um, the, the Imperial's dwarves who are down here, mining for mithril. That mithril deposit that if they find means that the Imperials will take a keen interest here in uh, Port Providence and will likely spell the end of the free port of Providence. But uh, he explains that this is a ship that carried the dwarfs, uh, but Manistrad Copperlocks, their leader, uh, expressed she had no interest in ever traveling by sea again. Uh, even if they don't find Mithril here, she intends to walk back uh, to her mountain hold. Um, however, uh, you're all aware that the fact that they're selling this ship suggests they're very confident they'll find Mithril. Meanwhile, the uh, Zilkomnis trade ship. Uh, Gellin Primewater explains that was not purchased, but it was rather spoils of a, of a naval combat. He explains that this was once a pirate vessel that tried to attack one of Primewater's vessels, but was stopped by pirate hunters in his, uh, or at his uh, payroll. You, as he, you hear him describing that these pirate hunters that he keeps on payroll, you become aware that uh, Primewater often hires pirate hunters to attack anyone who betrays him or steals from him. Uh, as he explains this, though your focus might be on the ship, part of your mind thinks about your uh, habit for mutiny and your uh, already like secretly expressed desire to back out on your deal, which is a 60-40 treasure split, I believe, with you getting 60% of the treasure and him getting 40% of the treasure of anything you find. And as you uh, look at the, uh, or as you compare these two ships, the stout, slow, sturdy gunship or the swift and sleek uh, Zilkomnis trade ship, neither of, or both of them have had the, uh, 
are, are not flying flags of the Imperials or of any Zilkomnis people. So neither of them would easily pass as a uh, active Imperial vessel or an active Zilkomnis trade ship. Um, but they both, you know, they, they carry those cultural elements with them. Um, and as you look at these two, uh, you're kind of made, you realize you're made to take a choice. In fact, uh, he, already on the deck is cargo, including a, barrels of water and of rum and uh, equipment and supplies, including a few feather beds even for the officers. Um, there's basically all of the materials required to stock and outfit a ship, as well as many porters and servants of her that are about waiting on you to pick one of these two vessels uh, so that they can get the vessel prepared and stocked uh, over the next few days and ready for the departure uh, uh, for wherever you intend to sail to next. Of course, to sail anywhere, you need a crew, but it seems like all of the uh, provisions and the setup is being provided so you'll have a fully operational ship. Um, but you first need to pick which of these two do you want? Uh, what are the hold, are the hold sizes comparable? Yeah, uh, you realize that while their gun decks are different, their sturdiness and swiftness and number of sails is different, they both... Uh, could it carry about equal uh, hold capacity and similar uh, passenger count? Zelnern slowly but steadily uh, starts eyeing the uh, military ship, knowing the rest of his crew are not going to want to play it like that. <laughs> that's fair. What are the uh, captain's quarters like on each ship? Oh, that's important. Um, the uh, captain's quarters on the uh, Zilkomnis trade ship is relatively uh, is relatively simple. Um, it's currently not decorated or uh, done up with much. In fact, when you compare it to the uh, sort of divided rooms that the officers would have, um, it's not that much more reinforced. The officer, or like decorated, decorated, the officer cabins in the, uh, in the Zilkomnis trade ship, they are really just like divided by a uh, tarp. So they're not actual like wooden walls between them, but they're pretty simple. But then, then same with the off or the captain's quarters. It's actually wooden walls in a true cabin, but it's small and not that ostentatious. You compare that then to the uh, imperial military ship, where the crew like the crew quarters are a. Uh, I don't want to say like a gulag, but the crew quarters are similar to a gulag. The uh, officers' quarters are. Uh, simple and hard and then when you enter the uh military ship it is or like the, the captain's quarters um it is a significant difference uh the captain's quarters is lavish it's uh well it's not currently outfitted with any like decorations or anything or like any like clothes or like uh Oh my god, what's there's like no mirror in here or like a bed or anything. But you can just tell that the decorative work into the wood is beautiful. The thing is it's a, it's an austere beauty, but it clearly is speaks wealth and power and status. So the Zilkomnis ship sort of embodies the uh the Zilkomnis ideals of uh like egalitarianism while the military ship embodies the imperialist ideas of uh, classism and hierarchy and feudals, feudal society. Well, I know what ship I want. Do we need, I don't think we need any other questions answered. Zelnern still looking longingly at the other one. Can I, uh, can, can Phil go look at the helm on the Zilkomnis ship? Just want to, you know, 
check it out, look at the mast, see if I'll be able to drive it. You know. Uh, you explore the two options. You can tell how uh, the Imperial ship does not, you can tell like the rudder will be slow. It's going to be hard to maneuver. Um, but you can, in fact, uh, Phil, being from Zilkomnis, you can quickly tell that this was indeed a pirate ship. Likely it's a pirate ship that uh, sailed out of the uh, uh, Trezozil or Treasure Island, basically the secret pirate cove, um, though it's since been captured, so it's no longer, people wouldn't see it and be like, hey, that's XYZ's ship. Uh, instead, people would recognize that, might recognize this as a ship from that area, but you can tell it's super maneuverable, easy to handle. And uh, as you sort of assess, I guess, other features of the ship, um, you discover that the uh, what they called like the navigator rooms on the two ships on the Zilkomnis ship. It's relatively simple, um, but there is a uh, uh, you can tell there it's good. It's well spaced, and you could get good navigation set up here. It's more centrally located so that more people could weigh in. Uh, but the uh, the room in the Imperial ship. Uh, it has a glass dome allowing you to see out, but its most surprising feature is the uh, circle of runes embossed on the ground that you realize is basically a no longer magically empowered, but a permanent magic circle on the ground. Such the kind that if you were to summon, or like if you were, a demon were to be brought into there, a demon couldn't exit the circle, or a fairy, or an angel, or basically anything non-mortal that enters that circle could not exit it. Uh, that being in the navigation quarters is a strange indication for how the imperial ships might navigate. Um, but another interesting oddity you find is on the imperial ship, the uh, head. Or what is it? The uh, the figurehead on the Imperial ship is built to uh, basically. You can see there's like a place where you could put pints of oil, um, and it's designed to basically set that oil on fire and loose it forward in a great gout of fire, just as uh, what happened to the Sturge or was demonstrated when you were uh, aboard the Sturge and fleeing the. Uh, uh, fleeing uh, Theriax Guldir and her uh, her pirate crew of the Nasher. Uh, basically, it's got a dragon head that when you pull the lever, loses one great blast of fire. Um, however, uh, the Imperial ship is not the only one with interesting magicalness to it. You discover that the Zilkomnis trade ship, uh, as you kind of detect magic and explore around, identify things, those runes, those are indeed a uh, the work of a Manmaji witch doctor, and it is a blessing. In fact, it's the blessed spell. Any ability a check attempted to uh, uh, navigate or control or basically do something with the ship itself it has plus one d4 as though it's benefiting from the blessed spell. Um, that doesn't mean trying to arm wrestle on, while aboard the ship gets that benefit. It's just anything about piloting or uh, trying to put out fires on, basically do anything that's about running the ship. Um, meaning, so it actually has a blessing on it that gives you plus 1d4 to any ability check. Uh, however, it does have a curse attached to it, and no simple spell like Identify betrays what that curse is. Well, oh, I'm sold. What about you, Jules? 
the curse is a little ominous, but it's hard to go wrong with having a blessed ship. I'll go pull the naughty dreams around. You guys think of a name. <laughs> uh, Wait, what are we picking? <laughs> well, no one, everyone's stated that they have a preference, but no one has stated what their preference is. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, I like the Imperial ship. Zelnern also said he likes the Imperial ship. Zelnern actually didn't say uh, anything. Mm, that's true. I, I see. I see you <laughs> looking longingly at it. It's a big, it's slow. I was just taking my time to appreciate it and take it all in. You haven't even looked at the other one. I'll get to that eventually. The two of them prefer the uh, the Imperial ship. You can't help but question why. Uh, why, uh, uh is my Robert, name. thank you. My brain. Uh, you can't even, uh, you're suspicious of why Rubert wants the one that has terrible crew cabins. I mean, if he's going to be down in those crew cabins, why, uh, why would he want that one? <laughs> you know, I guess this is kind of a big moment for us. Like, what, what do we, what do we want to? do you know are are we pirates are we you know what do we want to do here i gotta say i don't think i you know I'm, I'm not i don't have a lot of experience with this whole pirate thing i kind of like the idea of us sailing around and you know finding treasure and maybe some of it's a little illicit and you know, we stow it under the deck, we fly under the radar, make out with our spoils, but I mean I don't I don't want to blow people up and make them drown at sea. I mean You know what we're doing, right? You know <laughs> that's what life is in the Shattered Isles. Yeah, I guess I'm pretty new to the Shattered Isles still. We go where there was money and gold. Thank you. Yeah, Zeldorn gets it. He's he's got this life down. How about oh, you, Celeste? I think Melora is going to take us wherever she wants to, no matter which boat we'd pick. But you know, it's funny. I had a dream about this last night. I think the stars told me, and I thought we had already decided where we're going and which ship we we're taking, and I thought it was the faster one. That, that was just a dream. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know if some of the things we might need to run away from i'd much rather be able to run faster than fight harder well and for listeners at home that dream is actually available on patreon as a bonus episode <laughs> as a three-hour unlistenable episode of us arguing over each other <laughs> was i even asleep <laughs> So, so yeah, for those of you at home, we've de- been debating this for multiple weeks over multiple <laughs> sessions, and I still like... I changed my mind because I forgot what I chose last time. <laughs> Some captain. I thought you were just being terrible, so that's <laughs> yeah. that's better. Uh, Phil comes around the corner in the naughty dreams. Uh, Zeldner, and where should I park this thing? <laughs> Behind the the big slow one. 
I Wait, do that what? thing. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Did you guys just mutiny yourselves? <laughs> Are we really having this debate right now? You guys all just like yelled at me a minute ago for talking about the names again. <laughs> Good, good I, good I see this one going more my way now. So <laughs> well, then Melora's Borealis is back on the table. We take that one. We name it Melora's Borealis. It's Deal. over. It's done. 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 Honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm in. All right. So you're you're taking. <laughs> Fuck you guys. So this is. I just want to stress. DM. This is hard. Uh, so we're taking. The Imperial Vessel, and you're naming it Melora Borealis. Melora's Borealis. Melora's Borealis. Is that what I'm hearing? Weird. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, trade ship uh-huh. in compartments. You planned for this, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna mad libs this uh, every time that my uh, my pre written stuff says you pull out of the dock swiftly. It's gonna say you pull out of the dock slowly. Uh, no, I didn't. I don't. I didn't pre-write anything because uh, I don't trust you all. Uh, and uh, are we actually doing this? You've no, done it. It's done. No, this is how, it's over. This is how you all at home know that uh, we don't. We can't pre-direct how an episode's going to go. So if it's bad, it's because we're bad, and that's it. <laughs> all right. Uh, wait, wait, wait. The, Which one had the runes on it? It was the Imperial ship. No, no, the uh, so they both have runes. There is a summoning circle mm-hmm. on the uh, or not a summoning circle, a magic circle on the imperial ship in the navigator's quarters, and there is a permanent bless spell on the Mon Magie ship. So we're deciding that we would rather capture people and hold them hostage than be blessed. Oh, that is one thing. There is no brig on the uh, Zilcomnus trade vessel, but there is a prison that's fortified and big enough to hold for example a young white dragon or a white dragon wormling on the imperial vessel yes so that means we'd go back for the wormling which means my original plot also come or original plan also comes back in there's also the navigator's quarters on the imperial ship is dope that's got a glass domed ceiling um you can see the stars (laughs) Show me the stars. And there's a mysterious curse on the uh, trade ship, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I I think the last thing we want is curses. I think you can attest to that, Jules. Mm, Sounds pretty interesting. (laughs) Okay, man. All right. So are we picking... Doom's coming anyway, so... Yeah, either of these spell Doom, and uh, are we picking... Because Gellin Primewater sits there and says... Really, I thought you were leaning towards the Zilcomnus trade ship, but no, you know, the, uh, the uh, Imperial vessel here is quite the uh, quite the fortify, uh, fortified juggernaut. You'll be able to, especially if you're going out after that ghost ship, you'll be able to take her on open seas and probably battle her apart. If you had weapons, You this doesn't come with any armaments. Oh. <laughs> You can obviously f- purchase armaments and find armaments. It does have that ram in the fire. Raise my hand. I have a question for Prime Otter. Yes. Um, if 
we use the ship for a while and decide it might be a little too slow, are we able to trade it in <laughs> for a faster ship? Uh, he shakes his head and he says, uh, I'd wish I would offer that to you, but I actually have another another crew similar to yours, uh, a similarly motivated uh, people that are looking adventurers looking to explore the Shattered Isles and uncover what? its treasure. Now, you were able to complete the uh, task I'd asked them for much quicker than they are, so you get first pick. But whichever of these ships you don't choose... Uh, these, I don't want to say rivals, but uh, these others uh, who will be also in my employ and out uh, performing similar deeds to you uh, will be taking. Daddy, Wait, prime this... water is double dipping, you guys. Wait, is this a situation where no matter what ship we pick, they're going to choose the one that's strong against our ship's type? Is this a real Gareth Oakward? <laughs> Well, I don't know about that. I just know that uh, one ship can outrun the other, and the other can sink the other. If it has weapons, which it doesn't. <laughs> yes, but any vessel you pillage or uh, old fort you raid, that will have weapons available for you to upgrade. Loot, my boy! Loot! We will right. slowly but surely build the ship up to its full potential. Yes, thank you, Zelnarn. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, we can explore some old ruins, perhaps, you know, get some rusty old cannons, strap those down. Uh, uh, Phil Collins can do his, his grim work and outfit it. Right? Did someone say my name? I... So you Maybe... put the, you brought the <laughs> naughty dreams up on deck on the, uh, Damn, uh, 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 on the uh, uh, Imperial vessel. Yeah, yeah, baby, she's all dialed in. I, I, you, hey, Primewater, you got any spider webs? We had this idea. <laughs> nope. I don't this. keep that. <laughs> um, if, if assuming no one has major and immediate uh, claims against the Imperial vessel, uh, Gellin Primewater will start having his crew or his uh, staff load people onto it. Yeah, I, I think this is the one, baby. All right, uh, you. Uh, you uh, choose on that one. You find yourself on deck, looking at it, uh, assessing it, looking at this vessel that is now your vessel. Uh, you start talking to uh, Gellin's people, and uh, Gellin asks you, and so what were you going to name this beauty? Good question. Let's think about it for a while. Yes, let's think no, about no, no, it. No. Let's the, ponder I, and ask I only have I only have the painter for another five minutes. <laughs> Well, I think Melora's Borealis is pretty I good. I think it's kind of a winner. Excellent. I, I smash should... a bottle of rum against the side of it. Hooray! No, that was for the celebrate. Okay. <laughs> uh, he smiles. And he rum. says. He smiles and says, oh, "Quite the boon of a name to have uh, Melora invoked, but that means she'll be paying close attention. Make sure to never sail near the doldrums that surround her heart. Oh, and uh, make sure you have at least three. He looks three, around at the ship. Three what? Maybe four. Four what? Cats, cats aboard, and women. Yeah. You're you're going to want to have." A lot of women sailors. If you're, if Melora is paying attention to you, 
Well, that means that the god of thunder, or the god of the storm, is also going to be paying attention to you, and he likes it when a vessel has women. Or, I mean, well, depends on what kind of crew you're setting us up with. He looks at little scant and says, <laughs> "I'm not finding you a crew. Labor is your responsibility." He smiles, tells the painter, "Melora's borealis," and uh, heads down the plank as his. Uh, laborers are unloading and setting up the ship. You find yourself aboard your own vessel, Melora's Borealis, a, uh, an Im- former Imperial warship. It's still a sailing ship, but it's outfitted for, uh, or it's been expanded for uh, better naval warfare. It's made of fortified hardened wood. It has a weird summoning circle in it, a strong era of class or aura of classism and feudalism built into its design features and uh, and a weird austerity or austerity. And as you find yourself aboard this strong, hardy vessel, you can't help but feel or realize that you you are no longer scrub watch. You are now the proud crew, the owners, the captains, even the officers of your own vessel to take wherever you would want to travel. And as that sets on you, so then comes the other question, who's to be captain? Who's to be the first mate? Who's to be the, uh, the, who's to be the bosun responsible for uh, navigation? Who's to fill every other role? And there are many roles on the ship. In fact, a ship of this size requires a crew of 30, including yourselves. That means you need to find 25 other sailors here in Providence willing to go out with you, or to tra- set out with you aboard Malora's Borea. I would like to put a vote in for Captain. Well, let's distribute. Not for me, but for Zelnern, who is strong and steady like the boat. Okay, that's. Let's assign, you know, the in major roles, and then we can pick our captain as the officers. What's what's wrong, Ruber? You don't you don't trust Zelnern? No, of course I trust Zelnern. That's why I think he should be the quartermaster. He's, he knows weapons better than anyone. Does yeah. he? Well, you're saying you don't think Phil Collin knows weapons? I think he's trying to talk, but he's in his shell. What you got there, Zelnern? <laughs> Sorry, I was in my shell. Um, yes, I am. Uh, I have learned a lot from my dwarven family about weapons and how to use them and how to care for them and how to store them. And I think I would make a good quartermaster because of that. So for uh, for reference, the quartermaster is not responsible for weapons in any way. <laughs> uh, the, uh, <laughs> at least aboard the Sturge and uh, Standard that you see out here in the Shattered Isles, the, uh, what is it, the six key officers are the captain, he who issues, or she, uh, who issues orders, um, the uh, and is res- and is responsible yeah, such a binary during battle. D- oh my god! Uh, uh, I'm a monster. The you know I don't want to be person centric. The thing or creature <laughs> that is captain uh, issues orders uh, and is res- uh, in full control during situations of battle or other immediate threat to the vessel. Who decides when the threat is immediate or not? The captain. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Dictatorship, then. Uh, I see where this is going. Well, it's worth noting, 
uh, in a in a well run uh, ship, uh, a free ship out here in the Shattered Isles. Uh, mutiny is common, and if a captain is not <laughs> uh, acting in accordance with what their crew wants, as you yourselves have seen, they often are mutinied against. Fair. Uh, okay. Next comes the first mate. This specialist keeps the crew's morale high by providing supervision, encouragement, and discipline. Uh, As you've seen, morale doesn't necessarily mean uh, high spirits. It means commitment to the task. Uh, You recall the first mate aboard the Sturge and uh, her cat of nine tails. Uh, You recall, again, though, the mutiny that she faced uh, at your hands because you did not care for her way of uh, being first mate. Uh, so basically, first mate is responsible for running and managing the crew. Next comes the bosun, or boatswain, if that's what you prefer. They provide the technical advice to the captain uh, and crew and lead repairs and maintenance efforts. Um, aboard the uh, aboard the Sturge, that was Chaos, the gnome. Um, the quartermaster uh, then plots the ship's course as the navigator. They rely on knowledge of nautical charts and study of the weather and sea conditions. So that's the quartermaster's responsibility. Um, next so the is... navigator and quartermaster are different? No, that is the, the quartermaster. Yeah, yeah, the quartermaster is the navigator aboard a uh, sailing ship. Um, it is different than is true in, say, a land or land-based military. You would often have the quartermaster is responsible for the arms. Um, that's just landlubber stuff, though. Out aboard the upon the sea, the quartermaster is the navigator. Um, they plot the ship's course, relying on knowledge of nautical charts and study of the weather and sea conditions. Next is the surgeon. Uh, the ship's surgeon tends to injuries, keeps illnesses from spreading throughout the ship, and oversees sanitation. Um, you of course remember the uh, the uh, ship's surgeon aboard the Sturge. Hacksaw um, Yes, uh, Hacksaw was a. Uh, we don't know he's uh, dead. Was a fast friend to you all, but undoubtedly died in the. Uh, <laughs> in <Okay>. the. Rubei, uh, <laughs> you're like zero for three right now. Undoubtedly died on the attack in the of, on the Sturge, in which a kraken tore the ship in half and was throwing people left and right. In fact, I believe one of you witnessed Hacksaw getting grabbed by a tentacle and tossed into the sea. I know you certainly witnessed the cook uh, crab claws getting tossed into the sea. Uh, which, speaking of which. That is the next officer position, the cook. A ship's cook works with limited ingredients aboard a ship to make meals. A skilled cook's cook keeps the crew's morale in top shape, while a poor one drags down the entire crew's performance. The uh, the cook, while it sounds like, oh, they're just they might be a servant aboard here, not at all. They actually have full say of when people get to eat and what they get to eat, which is pretty impressive because even if the first mate orders somebody to be like below deck pumping bilges, if the cook decides it's time for them to eat, the first mate, not even the captain, can say uh, no to that, and they get to eat or they eat when the cook says it. By the same token, if the cook doesn't think you get to eat, you don't get to eat. Even the captain can be denied food by the cook. Hmm. So, so they're the one really in charge. There you go. So captain, first mate, bosun, quartermaster, surgeon, and cook. Those are the uh, six uh, key officer positions aboard a uh, free ship in the Shattered Isles. They'll learn believes that Celeste should be the quartermaster, since she can lead us with her star cards. Thank you. 
I would also very much agree with that. Aye, aye. Does anyone contest the election of uh, Celeste Quartermaster? No. Celeste, hey. you are now the quartermaster of Melora's Borealis. Ooh-hoo. Congratulations. I'm honored. So what of uh, bosun, first mate, captain, surgeon, or cook? Do any of those roles appeal to any of you? I think uh, Phil should be the bosun. He's quite nimble with this. You know, you make your tinkering tools. You're making all those weird inventions. Phil uh, steps forward. I'm going to be the captain. Oh, oh okay. Of the naughty dreams. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are you setting sail on your own or party of one over here on the side? Do you also want a position on this ship? All right, so I I'll do whatever you want around here, but that ship's mine. You got me? When we're, on, to... when we're on that ship, what I say goes. Deal. That's a deal, Phil. All right, where you want me, boss? <laughs> what? Who are you talking to? Talking to Zelnern. <laughs> I just. Does... It's a term of a deal. I would. I can't even see straight right now. I don't know who I'm looking at. <laughs> Wait, that was an empty bottle of rum. Did you drink that whole thing? <laughs> what do you think I did when I pulled the boat around? <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you agree with being boasted? Or maybe let's vote on it. All, aye, all in aye. favor, say aye. 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 Oh, those opposed? Oh. Um, well, I think let's see who's best for the other roles, and if no one really fits one, they can just kind of default to the figurehead of Captain, since Cook, we know, really runs the show. <laughs> Wait, Zelda, do you want to be the cook? I think Zelnern would be um, an excellent cook. I, I, I would like to, but I only know of Dwarven cuisine, and I know that they're not um, necessarily known for um, fantastic food, and I wouldn't want to do that to the uh, crew. But Here. I will do it if no one else. Uh, Imagining thinks. dwarven, like the dwarven cuisine is like here's vodka sauce, but it's literally just like a, a bottle of vodka that your noodles are in. <laughs> it's a lot of rock and rock pastes for flavor. <laughs> Do you have something else that speaks to you more, Zelnern? Um, no, I, I think that one. I, I th think I can learn on the job. I'm just, it's going to take a second. And meals might not be um, prepared as quickly as people are used to, but <laughs> they'll be prepared with love and with diligence. What if we get you a slow cooker, hmm? <laughs> that would be an excellent idea. Yeah, uh, I think that's one of the apparatus of Qualish is a instant pot. Uh, no, which... no. <laughs> 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 Sorry, not an instant pot. Too quick. Uh, a non-pressure cooker. A slow, slow cooker. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Th what about jewels? Are there any of the roles there that appeal to you? You know, I 
I don't think I'm one for aiming cannons and, um, you know, leading people into battle. But I do think I'm pretty good with people. And I'd like to try to run a ship where we treat our crew with respect. So I think if I could be a first mate, I think I'd be in good shape. Yeah, that's that's a great idea. I hand him the nine-tailed whip. <laughs> <laughs> You'll need this. Thanks, does anyone uh, uh, does go. anyone does anyone oppose the idea of uh, uh, of Jules being the first mate responsible for all of the management of all the personnel aboard this vessel? Well, I think that makes the most sense as he has the most experience of, um, you know going out on adventures. Aye, aye. 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 So that leaves Rubert uh, uncommitted. And technically Zelnern didn't say he was jumping at the idea of Cook. But that leaves Rubert uncommitted with uh, the roles of Captain and Doctor still unclaimed. Now we know, Rubert, you've wanted to be a doctor this whole time. And this yeah. is your opportunity. <laughs> you really liked Hacksaw. He was pretty cool. I, Hacksaw and I really didn't see eye to eye, to be honest. He didn't like the way Phil cut his finger because of me. Yeah, I was going to say, that was kind of your fault. Robert, I'm, I'm going to have to be perfectly honest with you. You just don't seem like you fit any of these other positions very well. <laughs> so I think we'll have to just put you in the position of captain. I'm sorry that you don't get to be the cook, the real powerhouse of the <laughs> ship, but if that's okay with you, I think I can <laughs> stomach that. I will. Yeah, it's uh, just really a face, right? Uh, yes, I will begrudging, begrudgingly accept your vote for Captain Zelda. I'm, I'm sorry. Someone had to say it. No, you had to. <laughs> well, uh, let's put it to a vote then, huh? Zelnern as cook. Any any contestants? Zelnern as cook. Oh, Zelnern as cook. Yeah, I. Will I. I will treat you well. I will not let this power go to my head. Hey, uh, you know you'll take it in good measure, Zelnern. I'm gonna make it pretty clear to you though, buddy. I'm not eating any fucking rocks, okay? <laughs> it's very hard to get rocks from there on your ship, so I I think I will be leaning away from the dwarven cuisine. Well, and you're very afraid of them, right? It's actually a common misconception. <laughs> I'm actually afraid of the giant flying uh, bird type, not the uh, the ground type. See, oh. he knew what I was talking about. <laughs> uh, Zelnern, uh, you just, as this level up, I believe you said you took constitution and uh, strength as your two increases? Yes. I would encourage you to forgo that strength point you gained and instead take the feat Chef, which allows you to increase your con by one, gain proficiency with cook's utensils if you don't already have it, and as part of a short rest, you can cook special food, provided you have the ingredients. Uh, you can prepare enough of this food for a number of creatures equal to four, plus your proficiency bonus, and at the end of any short rest, any creature who eats the food and spends one or more hit dice to regain hit points regains an extra 1d8 hit points. Further, 
With one hour of a work, when you finish a long rest, you can cook a number of treats equal to your proficiency bonus, and these special treats last for the day, and a creature can use a bonus action to eat one of those treats to gain temp HP equal to your proficiency bonus. It's a very cool little feat that helps you heal extra. Definitely taking that one instead, then. All right. Um, Looks like we got it all figured out, gang. Well, uh, and then that leaves... uh, you with a unique situation. Uh, does Rubert ought he to be the doctor or the ship's captain? I must say, I'm not really much of a man. Yeah, I, don't, I don't trust him as the doctor, as I was saying before. <laughs> a voice on deck speaks up, and you turn to the gangplank. As the crew is still loading things on, you see a familiar Monmaji woman. Uh, she looks bedraggled, uh, like her skin looks bruised and beaten. It's cl- she's missing hair in places, and she still has that one character uh, characteristic eye missing. You see Cyclops standing there as she speaks up. I believe it was for me to be captain after our mutiny. Ooh! <laughs> oh, shit. hell yeah! What a twist! <laughs> I draw my blade. <laughs> <laughs> well, slow down, wait, my wait, uh, she looks uh, uh, to her belt, and you see as she brings her blade out, their scabbard is nearly broken. She clearly has not fared nearly as well as you all have since the Kraken attack. Um, and uh, she holds her rusted sword out and says, "If it be a blade, uh, if it be a duel of blades, then for captainship, for why not captainship. a why not a vote of the people who mutinied alongside me?" <sighs> Remember, it was my idea to rally us against the captain of the Sturge. It I was my her. idea to ensure we were free of that menace, Captain Laristrat. I'll resheathe the blade. Fine. We'll put it to a vote. How many uh, walk on board with her? Huh? Uh, you see like two or three people uh, join uh, her on the deck. They all look ragged and ruined. Clearly bandits who have likely been just like pickpocketing on the streets here. In okay. fact, you, you realize you might have thrown a coin in Cyclops' like cup the other day without noticing it. Hold on. Do we not get to hear the story? I want to hear how she got here. As you demand Cyclops' story, but all of you still hoping for a fight, uh, the former ship's lieutenant would-be first mate and Captain Hopeful tells her tale. Uh, Cyclops, apparently, uh, when the ship went down in the weird kelp by the Kraken's violence, um, managed to get herself aboard a piece of broken off siding like driftwood that she climbed on top of basically a large door she explains how there were others another man in the water one of the other crew member a lieutenant you might remember him bradley twinkletoes coom he who tried who was upgraded to first mate in my stead well he tried to get on the door insisting there's space for two I lied and told him there wasn't. I, in fact, intentionally submerged it more to make sure he didn't think he could fit aboard. And that is how Twinkletoes drowned in the water beneath me. So I have usurped him already. I set adrift on that driftwood. Three days' time. 
As I drifted along the channel of drowned honor up into the Merfolk Islands, there I found a small, uh, a small freehold and bartered my way back towards the uh, back towards Providence, but not before passing through into Farvale Islands through Azure Stand. As you might know, that sacred druid grove, Azure Stand, where the uh, uh, where merfolk dwell, I there. I was there, and I spoke with the merfolk, and they told me of a great treasure, a lost city of theirs beneath the waves, full of ancient artifacts, artifacts of the ancient ones, for us to plunder, for me and my crew to plunder. It was at that point. I knew I had to return to Providence. I insisted the boat go there instead of continuing their way towards Terrabril the, uh, uh, and Camp Vengeance, and they listened at Sword Point. I, uh, we traveled back towards Providence, where you find me now, and I've been, unfortunately, without a crew for three weeks now in the, in the harbor. What did you, how did you make it back here? And how did you come into possession of this ship? Did you swindle that uh, aristocrat, that foppish man down there? We did not swindle anybody. We have uh, been working with Galen Primewater. We went on a mission for him, the details of which, unless you're part of our crew, we, we need not bore you with. She laughs at that and exclaims, Ha! Under my captainship, we would not work for the rich men. We would rob the rich men and put them to our uh, put them to our swords. Aye, she aye. Looks, <laughs> she looks to the five of you. Would you not rather be rich than do the laborious deeds of the rich? Yar! Phil says... <laughs> Okay, let's not just get caught up because she said something grandiose without backing it up, Phil. Uh, you know, I get worked up. Sorry. Yeah, robbing the rich and living out on your own with no one for support that worked out so well for the Sturge, did it not? Robbing other fellow pirate captains for their gold only to be exiled by all those fellow pirates. Yeah, that worked out so well for him. Is that why his body is now at the bottom of the sea? Larestrad was a wretch and a, a, a foul-smelling leech on our pirate society. Primewater? He is... He hires pirate hunters. He is a menace. And if you take his side, if you become his dogs, then you're the same as the Imperials, he said. She says, gesturing up to the under-construction fort. I understand that you harbor ill will towards the Empire. I do as well. They are taking over this place where they do not belong. But in order to enact some sort of change, you have to play along for a while. You cannot just go brute forcing your way around the Shattered Isles. You know that as well as I. This is a dark, dangerous place, and to get ahead, sometimes you have to swim with the current. One of the four thugs with her uh, kind of uh, like says, Cyclop, you hearing this? He don't think we can brute force our way through the Shattered Isles. Another one uh, sneers at that uh, woman and says, Huh. 
well, I think we should show them a thing or two about brute force. Uh, they start kind of laughing, cracking their knuckles, uh, and Cyclop, with a smile, says, I think we'll take this ship and make ourselves the captains of it. Um, she draws out her long sword once more, and the others crack their knuckles and ready for a fight. Uh, roll initiative. Okay. Shout out, Chaotic Normies. It's me, Ryan, who plays your favorite bard, Grace Hand on Chaotic Normal, the Shattered Isles. Thanks for uh, listening to the episode. Be sure to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you listen, but iTunes is the one that really, really gets those gets those points on the on the back end for us. Um, you can email any questions, comments, or concerns, or any of your uh, newest movie recommendations from the Criterion Collection to chaoticnormalpod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, nothing else to really uh, announce at the moment. We got some stuff in the works, but I don't want to spoil it like I have in the past, and then nothing came of it. Uh, hope everyone has a good holiday. I guess we'll release be releasing one more episode before christmas if you celebrate that if not have a great winter season and i'll uh, talk to you next week and until then bye bye hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing i love that luxury quality within reach go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com style Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.